0: back to the chicago tomahawk i'm mike i got my line mate matt with me and today i want to talk about the hawks obviously you know the hawks have been taking steps in the right direction they're not getting blown out out of every single game and i'm just talking about the last two games you <laughs> could got say a, three yeah you three. Say three games actually yeah. if you really think about it they played pretty strong against toronto they played better defense they didn't get blown out See, and, most, uh, they
1: look good too yeah, was that was yeah. that the third game? Yeah. Yeah. They they've been they've been better. They've yeah, been they better.
0: won one game versus the Senators and um and they took what they took the the Hurricanes to one one goal. So um it was a 4 to 3 they had a 4 to 3 loss, but it's only one goal. A lot of people are really, really upset that They're not winning more. I get it. Yeah, we want the team to win. But you know what? They're playing some pretty tough competition, and they're not getting blown out of the water as they were earlier in the season. Uh, Jake McCabe is a player that I like, but um, I think that he's having trouble finding his game right now. I think it's going to take him a little bit more to start getting his footing and, uh, and and getting really back into the into the mode of of w- and playing in a way that he could play, uh, Seth Jones seems to be finding his way a bit, uh, which is which is really great. I would like to see him you know start firing the puck more. I don't think he shoots the puck enough, but he's doing uh, he's he's got some really good puck movement and uh, positioning wise. You know during yesterday's game versus Carolina, I'm sorry Tuesday's game versus Carolina, he pinched up. To go and uh, get into play, and and Gus and Gus did as well. When Gus did, it, it created another odd man chance. And you know what, man? We need to stop those odd man chances at all costs, because it seems like we get scored on every time there's an odd man chance. Have you noticed that?
1: We should have just kept Boldquist if that was the case, because the, uh, you know what, Jake McCabe has no business pinching and i see him pinching a lot yeah and you know what that's what he's told to do right and that's not his game and it's gustafson's game and that's why he's going to be a minus player the rest of his life and jones has been doing it a lot but i don't know if you noticed at the end of yesterday or yeah the canes game right he had that puck right to him in the slot and he he didn't it just bounced over a stick but he would have been a savior if he put that puck in because he right. was in the right position. It's just bad puck luck on that. But I thought, I think Jones has been playing good. I mean, we're paying this guy to, you know, produce. Sure, his plus minus isn't great, but the team's not that great either. But he's playing well. He's I think he's leading the team in assists now. I know Kaner's been on a, a little tear since he's been coming back. Uh, We should have won that game against... Carolina, that was a winnable game. We played well, uh, and it came down to flurry. I think, man, he gave up two goals that kind of found a way in. They, yeah, the puck had eyes and went right through them. And those are not the ones that are supposed to go. Th- those are Malcolm Subban like goals, and those can't go in. And uh, that's why we lost, man.
0: I thought he could have made that save on the breakaway. He well, had his stick two in- shots for sure. He had his Break- um. Yeah. He had his stick in the right position.
1: So that's a Kucherov move. Do you know like the fake uh he, like he he keeps the puck moving forward and right. he'll do like a fake deke. Yeah. And I don't think I think it was Jarvis uh his first career goal actually. Yeah. Uh I don't think he meant to do like a Kucherov move. I think he actually just you know uh he messed up yeah. and he he got lucky. Yeah. And I think Flurry was anticipating you know like a deke, like a backhand And it's uh, the goalies call it the changeup, and that's what got Flurry on it. So yeah, it's too bad. Good for him; he got his first goal against Marc Andre Flurry. And I, I, no, that's a tough, that's a tough one for me for Flurry. But the two shots that hit him and kind of just bounced behind him, those have to be stopped. They have to be stopped.
0: Yeah, Flurry's been playing well, man. To be honest with you, I think he had a rough start to the year, but as the year gets on, goes on, I think that he's going to get. Sharper and sharper as 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 the year goes on. Lincoln, it has looked pretty solid too, man. I I think that he's doing a good job as the the backup, Uh, but the team's just not doing him any favors, him or Flurry, really any any favors. It needs to get it needs to get tightened up defensively, and um and it'd be nice to see the captain get going. He's been playing well, but he just hasn't been getting up on the he hasn't been on the on the scoring board. Um, what else, man? What else did I want to bring up? I'm Brandon just...
1: Hagel's been very, very good. Yeah, he has. Hustling out there. He, you know, what he, he's been good all year. Yeah, he he's, has. You know, he's not putting the numbers up yet, but he's been good. Obviously, Kaner coming back, that hat trick was really good to see. He's seemed like he was fired up, like old old school Kaner. He didn't have that, like, kind of puss on his face. Uh, but yeah. he's been good. Very yeah, it's good. Nice and to you know what? These the guys play. Yeah, the team is playing better in front of the goalies, and they were playing better with Lincoln in that, But the last two starts for Flurry, the team's looked a lot better. But you know, unfortunately, he he kind of had a rough go in the third period. And hey, the Canes are a good team. That's why they're that's oh, they're why they're one. nine and zero. That's why they're nine and zero. They they keep fighting you to the end.
0: You know, we have some. Uh, I'm not injuries. Some guys on the COVID list. You know, Tyler Johnson, Borkstrom, Hendrik Borkstrom are on the covid list getting these guys back man that could be really huge for the hawks yeah
1: johnson's going to be a huge piece he's a very important player for this team he's a top 6 guy um yeah it just sucks i don't know how long he's going to be out for but uh, hey they've looked better with the team they got on the ice now and i think they're calling up uh, bodan which i'm i'm excited about too he's going to be the future
0: yeah, he is, man. But I would really like to, for these guys to just get comfortable in Rockford. You know, yes. You know, I, I don't think Reese Johnson should be playing. Um, I, I don't. I think I've kind of seen enough of him for right now. Uh, maybe Galvis. Give Galvis a shot. But uh, I, I don't see it working with Gus. To be honest with you, what what, what do you think, Gustafson? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I, that was one we didn't understand when it happened. That was a weird. Bowman thing like it just made no sense at all it, all it did was push a guy back and now a kid who thought he was going to be playing every night turned into you know he sent down or he's a healthy scratch every night and this guy is just a he's a turnover machine he uh he, he pinches too much he he gets caught I don't I don't like it either I, I just I, I didn't get it at all
0: So, moving on. Let's get to some NHL news. Obviously, we'll talk about the gorilla in the room. Jack Eichel has finally been moved. Finally moved to Las Vegas. It's gonna get sunny. He's gonna hit up uh, the MGM Grand. You know, he's gonna get to it. But
1: no state income tax either. Oh man, he's gonna love it. More cash. He's gonna
0: love it, man. Got a pay raise as well.
1: (laughs) Yep, and he's hey, and he's gonna get a surgery he wanted. So Did they the announce Vegas, that they're
0: going to let him do what he wants?
1: Next week. Oh, next wow. Next week he's he's going to get that surgery, and, you know, that's what the guy wants. It's his body, and let the guy have it. He, he wants better living conditions, and that's what's more important in the end. His neck's—hockey won't be there forever, but his neck will. So yeah. hopefully it's, you know, it's good for him.
0: You know, this could be—you know, it's never been done before— at least for an NHL hockey player still playing, you know, this could be the start of, you know, the the go-to protocol for injuries like this, you know? At one point, you know, having someone getting a hip replacement, you know, is probably something at one point wasn't done, you know? So if this could be the the beginning of something where these guys can get the surgery and they get a better, uh, you know, a, a better... You know, stay on life without playing with a neck injury. You know, this could be a good thing.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be good for Jack. And, And you know what? Vegas really wanted him. They wanted that superstar that's going to get him over the hump. And Jack seems happy. And you know what? He he's got the support from the the team to to get the surgery. That's got to be, you know, make him even happier. And you know Buffalo just wasn't comfortable with doing it. It's never been done, and it's you know like we said in our previous shows a couple months back, like hey, you're you're the man here. We're paying you ten million dollars a year. We want you to be the face here. If something goes wrong, I mean we're 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 in big trouble. And in the end, Buffalo didn't want to do it, and I, I think Vegas agreed to uh, let him have a surgery. So I hope it I hope it works out for him. I'm excited to see that team when they're fully healthy.
0: Matt, do you know if that was actually part of the negotiation?
1: I don't, but I did listen to his interview with Elliot Friedman on, um, I, it was Sportsnet. on like, I, Sportsnet. Yeah, I saw like a small clip of, you know, on Twitter. And I, I actually think I heard a little bit on the radio. He said uh, they weren't comfortable with it. And uh, it w- it was a big deal for him to get this done. So he's actually, he won't be on the ice till March, they're saying. Wow. So, yeah, he's definitely going to miss the Olympics, um, which which sucks for Team USA because he's definitely a one or number one or two center for that team. Uh, but hey, man, I, I'm I'm glad that um, it, it worked out. And you know what? Buff for Buffalo, Alex Tuck. He's he's a very good hockey player. He's not a superstar like Jack Eichel, but they're getting a good player in return. Look, they're going to get a fan favorite because this this is the type of you know, a guy that fans like. Like, he's a hardworking guy. He'll hit, he'll score. He's like a a heart and soul kind of guy. And I I know we're going to have to ask Jason from the Vegas podcast. I know Alex Tuck was a fan favorite there, and he was very, very good in the playoffs for them last year. And I could see him being a leader for the Sabres in the future. I really can.
0: Wow. Do you think that, you know, compared to what they were asking for before, that they got a good return on on, uh, Eichel?
1: i think they got the best they're gonna get i know there was rumors with matthew kachuk and actually kevin adams buried those and say that that's not true at all uh i heard there were some trades with the ducks but uh still they didn't uh it you know obviously didn't get finished and i guess in the end uh vegas had the better prospect uh they had a current player which alex tuck is a good player he's the same age as jack eichel he's cheaper He'll, he'll put up some good numbers. He will, but like like we said, he's not he's not the superstar player that Vegas has been searching for for a while. I know marks. I'd I'd consider Mark Stone a superstar. Uh, but now they got a center that sh- which they needed badly. They they've been struggling with uh, the center ice position, and so hopefully in March, uh, <laughs> they're in playoff contention because uh, once they get Eichel, can you imagine that first line Eichel? Paccaretti and uh, Mark Stone. Then you got either Petrangelo or uh Shea Theodore behind you with Robin Leonard in that. It's it's almost like a video game created team, if you think about it. Yeah. Just taking the best players from each team and putting them on one. But they're gonna have some salary cap issues. They're gonna have to move some salaries around just to get this this team uh legally like to to get on uh, with the cap the cap, cap issue. Compliant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: So moving on to some injury news that we heard about is Dougie Hamilton uh, has a lower body injury and uh, for the devils. And this is just another blow to a team that was looking to take a big step this year. First, Jack Hughes, he's uh, four (laughs) Uh, Jack Hughes. He's got four weeks left before I believe he could return to hockey, hockey related duties. And now uh, Dougie Hamilton's got a lower body injury. I wonder what kind of lower body injury it is because I haven't I haven't heard really much about it. Have you?
1: No, I I just read about it actually saying that Dougie could miss some time with a lower body injury. And, hey, they just paid a lot of money for this guy. And it, you never want to see a guy go down like that this early in the season when, when you need to get points.
0: Yeah, I mean, it could be. I mean, maybe it could be a good thing for them so that you know, they get it out of the way, whatever. Maybe this has been an ailment that he's been having and it needs to get fixed. They're not necessarily really contending right now, but they're on their way up. And maybe now's the time to to get this thing fixed.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully we find out more details on it. It's, I'm guessing a groin or maybe an ankle injury or any, it could be anything, man. A block shot injury, but they don't. The NHL is pretty tight-lipped about injuries, unless it's you know a long-term thing. Like, oh yeah, he got surgery, like like Eichel. He needs an neck surgery, so he's gonna be out for a while.
0: Yeah, I wonder how that man. I'm just so curious how that's going to to turn out for Eichel. Maybe he comes back better than ever. You know.
1: Yeah, I, that'd be pretty cool to see. Like in Buffalo, could have been like, hey, maybe we should have let the guy get the. The surgery, we wouldn't be in this boat. But hey, Buffalo's playing well, so I, I I don't really think I Kevin Adams is losing sleep over this as much as all the the diehard Sabres fans. But he <laughs> he's got to do the best he can, man. And he's 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 got he's putting a winning team out there. He brought in a, a first round pick, a second round pick. Uh, I I forgot the other player. I'm sorry, but and then Alex Tuck, obviously. But um, yeah. I, I, Good for him. I mean, you're you're not going to win when you got to trade a superstar away. It's just like when Gretzky was traded. Who do they get back in return? No one remembers. Couldn't even so, tell you. Yeah, exactly. So you it's probably something you
0: laughable. So probably. moving on, we've got Getzlaff, all-time point leader in Ducks history. How many points did he uh, did he get?
1: So uh, Ryan Getzlaff today is at 992. I think he passed Tamu up at I think it was. 989. This was a couple he had a uh, couple points the last game he played, but he definitely is an assist man. He's got 712 assists. He's got 280 goals, 992 points. So he's almost at that 1000 uh milestone, which it's cool, man. He he he's never played on any other team. I know there was rumors he was going to be Maybe looking to win a Stanley Cup this year, signing a, like a one-year type of deal. I, I know Edmonton was interested. I think Boston was interested, even Pittsburgh. But you know what? He you know he he likes it there. He's he's lived there the last man almost. I think it's uh, seventeen years in uh, uh, Anaheim. And you know what? Now he he earned the title. He's Mister Duck. So he's the all-time greatest duck that has ever played up to date
0: kind of crazy you know when i think of the ducks i think of you know paul correa
1: paul yeah exactly temu Solani, paul correa guys like that and i didn't realize Getzloff was uh, putting up that many points over the years but he's his assist numbers are great they're you know he's gone over 50 multiple times he's even had a 60 uh, assist year and him and Corey perry were very good you know back in their uh their glory days
0: yeah, they were. I mean, they were a bit of a powerhouse, but that didn't really last for that long. I mean, they only won one cup, and that they were, I think, rookies that year.
1: Yeah, they they put together a very good team that year. They beat, uh, I think they had Scott Niedermeyer, Chris Pronger, uh, Jagir, and that uh, Perskalov was the backup. Uh, they had Getzloff and Perry young rookies, and they just, uh, they put, uh, Scott Niedermeyer and Chris Pronger on the blue line is a big reason why, and Jagir was playing great, but it was good. I was rooting for them that year. I, I do not like the Carolina Hurricanes, or, you know what? They played the Ottawa Senators, I'm sorry. The Hurricanes won before that, but the Senators, they had Ray Emery that year in net, and uh, they, I remember it was Danny Heatley, Jason Spezza, and Daniel Alfredson were like the top line that year, and the Ducks just lit them up and shut them down and I, I believe that was an 06 uh Stanley Cup victory for them
0: wow yeah I, it's kind of funny man the, the Ducks just I don't think that they've had really the best luck the past say 15 years
1: well since two, 2015 man that team just kind of they, they were hyped to win that year just faded I did not know they just—that's it. Uh, the injury bug got them, and that big time. Just all those games just took a toll on a lot of them, and some guys retired. They moved some guys, and you know, it, it happens to all the teams. It just happened pretty fast for them after 2015, and boom, they, they were they were bad, and they're kind of getting back up there. They're not like the greatest team now, but there are a lot of youth, and Brian Getzloff's like you know he's like the grandpa on that team right now, but yeah, he's a good leader, and you know I'd love playing with that guy. He he seems like a Great, great hockey player, great guy in the locker room, and you can learn a lot from a guy like that.
0: Marion Gabrick retired. I thought he's been retired for a couple of years now, but apparently not.
1: Maybe he was looking for that uh, last go, but uh, you know what? I'm looking at his numbers now. He's played over 1,000 games. He's had. Uh, he's got 407 goals, 408 assists, 815 points. He's a plus 95. He had a pretty solid career, and, I, and the, yeah. He was always hurt, you know. He, yeah, he was. He was that's why like I'm surprised. A half yeah,
0: I'm really surprised he hit over a thousand games.
1: That's that's crazy. Yeah, and I think he played for obviously his glory days were with the Wild. I think he moved over to uh, New York for a little stint, and then uh, the Kings. I think he went to Ottawa, then he went to the Kings, and, and that's all I heard from him. But uh, good for him. I hope he enjoys his uh, retirement. I think he's good friends with Marion Hosa.
0: Yeah, they are them uh, and, um, whatchamacallit, Zdeno Chara, They're all boys. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They, uh, well, Marion Hosa's got the cups to brag about. I don't think Gabrick even came close.
0: Did, did Gabrick won one year.
1: Did he win with the Kings?
0: I think he did, yeah. I don't know.
1: Let's, let's find that out. Look I, up, I don't know uh, if he was on that squad. Look up Gabrick's. I think he, he might have made the final with, um, with what do you call it the, uh, the 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 rangers that year the kings actually beat him that year so I I'll thought he was to, on I'll that kings squad I don't think he was man I think uh now this is going to really bug me
0: Yeah I got to look this up He's yeah 1035 games
1: Yep yeah, he had a pretty solid career man pretty solid career
0: Yeah he did 2013 yes. 2014, 2014. 2014.
1: Oh, good Good for him. He's got a ring. I did not know that.
0: Yeah. Then he went to Ottawa after the Kings.
1: Yeah, he went to Ottawa to die. (laughs) (laughs) Well, your career goes away.
0: Pecorino is also... Well, Pecorini is getting his number retired, which I think is well-deserved, man. I agree. agree. Well-deserved. He was such a mainstay, such a solid goalie for... For the Predators.
1: Huge pain in the butt for us as Hawks fans. We had to watch him score a goal against us. And just, you know, he's just a solid goalie. Played for a, you know, Nashville, they're a good team. They play defense. They take care of their own end first. It's always been that way. And I think it helped Peccarina's career, you know, go on as long as it did. And and plus, he's a he's a great goalie. And uh, I know he's well respected in the NHL, and I know the city of Nashville loves him. So, congratulations to him too on that.
0: Looks like Ovechkin's 700, 740th goal is one from tying Brett Hall. You know, when you think yep. of uh, you know just snipers, man, Brett Hall was one of the best.
1: Yeah, Brett Hall scored. I, th- I think it was the closest to Gretzky. Um, getting close in that that season record i think it was what 93 or 92? 92 92 i think brett hall got 89 and he or he's he couldn't believe like he's yeah a, this, he's a freak he's like i don't know how the hell he did it but, uh, <laughs> yeah brett hall was great man i remember him on dallas that uh kicking goal the, or not kicking but the his foot was in the crease when he when he scored that game winning oh, goal yeah, against that's buffalo. right sorry buffalo fans but he um it's a really tough call. I think it was more of like a follow through like when when he shot the puck, his skate kind of went into the crease, but hey, they it counted and uh he's a Stanley Cup champion.
0: 86. He 86 hit 80, goals.
1: 86 That's insane. goals. Yeah. yeah, it's insane.
0: He had 41. He he had let's see here. He had 5 games, 1 goal in Calgary. Next season he had 52 games 26 goals, 24 assists in in Calgary. Then he went to St. Louis, played um actually that same year, played 13 games, 6 goals, 8 assists, so he had what 64 points in 65 games that year, which is, you know, pretty good. And then the yeah. n- next year, he had 84 points in 78 games with St. Louis. And then he broke out in the 89-90 season for in 80 games he hit 72 goals. 41 assist. And then the year after that he hit 86 goals and eight and forty-five assists. And amazing. then an, and then another 70 the year after that.
1: That's just insane. Yeah. Then just 54, like 57. Man, man. The golden Brett.
0: <laughs> I think he had more points than um uh, than the old man. Yeah. yeah by a hundred. Yeah,
1: he did. He did.
0: So yeah. He was a man, Brett Hall, man, he was a great player. I remember Have you when, ever seen him live? Yeah.
1: Yeah, with Adam Oates on the Blues. No. Yeah, I oh, I mean, that. like oh. I
0: thought you meant like playing in a game.
1: Yeah, like like live, like at being at the Chicago Stadium or yeah, the United yeah. Center. Yeah, I saw him play
0: a uh, Blues Hawks.
1: Yeah, Blues Hawks. yeah, me too. I I didn't get to. You know what? I think I actually did get to see him playing da- uh, at the United Center when he was on Dallas that year. Because oh, okay. I remember uh, my dad. He bought a fourth row seats because he he knows I'm obsessed with Belfour and we got he bought seats behind the uh, the Dallas uh, goal so I got to see um, Belfour twice. You know how they you know, obviously yeah. they rotate, but I remember watching Brett Hall and Mike McDonald fire the puck in warm ups and I was like, oh my god, dude, his wrist shot is like harder than some guy's slap shot. It's yeah. just insane and accurate as hell.
0: Do you remember how fast Modano was?
1: Yes, yes, where his hair was waving. Oh, my gosh. Uh, his jersey dude, would kind of just, the just wind flow. would. Yeah, he, he was a great player. Oh,
0: my gosh. I remember I was sitting in the 200 level, low 200 level, um, right in the middle of the ice. Actually, no, no, no. It was maybe a little bit to the left of center ice. Maybe like like mid-left center ice. And, man, that dude, when that guy got the puck, he just took off. I was oh, just yeah. like, "Holy smoke! Look at this guy! That he scored!" I'm like, "Of course he did! did you see that? How's anybody yep. gonna gonna compete with that?" And then Amani yep. does it the other way. I was like, "And there's yeah. two. Both of these guys were just on American guys.
1: Yeah, American yeah. guys that can move the puck and big, pretty, pretty big guys. I don't think Amani was real big, but McDonald was like he's like a big guy. when he's coming at you, it's almost like you don't want to hit this guy because he's just gonna run you over.
0: Yeah, and I thought he was like 6'3", 3 three, wasn't he?
1: He's a b he was a big guy and very good, very good and player. Fast. There's a lot of good Americans, you know, like Brett they consider Brett Hall I know he played for Team USA on that World Cup, but um Amani, John LeClaire, Belfort or no, I'm sorry, not Belfort. Um who's the goalie for US? Uh, Mike Richter. There's so many good Americans that year. I, yeah, I yeah, feel there was. that decade, the nineties, it was that, that World Cup 96 World Cup where USA upset Canada
0: I remember watching that,
1: that that I watched it with my dad in the basement I'll never forget it my dad's like wow this is not supposed to be happening look at the look at their top line Gretzky Lemieux and it was just not even fair they their four goalies were or three goalies were just I think it was cujo it was Brodeur, and why I want to say yeah, That's I think it's so. not even fair yeah, man I know. And then you got Belfort sitting at home like, hey, I'm pretty good too, you know?
0: <laughs> right. So, yeah, man, uh, Mike Modano, 6'3". That's a really big dude to be skating at you like 20 miles Full an speed?
1: Hour. Hey, get out of the way. He'll run you over and then embarrass you by scoring.
0: <laughs> yeah, going yeah. top shelf. So that's all we got for you guys today. It was a really, really great to see everybody continuing to listen. We're very, very appreciative Uh, people uh, you know, getting on us at uh, on Twitter, talking with us. It's we're very, very appreciative of it. Thank you very, very much for listening. Um, we see you out there on the other side of the pond in Europe. Thank you for listening, guys. Obviously, you got a few people in in Australia listen, listening listening yep, to us. Blake. Thanks, Blake. Yep. Really appreciate it, man. We have got Piercy out there representing us in uh, in My Canada. Guy the motherland out there. (laughs) But uh, guys, we really appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for sticking with us. And we'll see everybody on the next one. This is the Tomahawk. We're out of here.